It's really, really hard to name streets in this town. And my boys have a 14-year-old and an 11-year-old, and they are obsessed with Pokemon. <laughs> so that's where I got the idea from. When I hear Jigglypuff, like, I giggle when I hear it. So it's like, I guess when you're coming home from work and you had a bad day, you have to turn on Jigglypuff. That kind of makes you smile. I'm ready to get up and do my thing. One, two, three, four. Yeah, if you're going to live in Nevada, pick... Pick Serenity Place, where the streets are named after Pokemon characters like Squirtle Street, Snorlax Boulevard, Charmander Lane, Charizard Street, and my favorite, of course, I can see myself picking up a place on Jigglypuff Lane. Can you imagine me having Could you to tell that oh, yeah. Can you imagine me having to tell somebody, yeah, sir, can I get your address? Yeah, I'm on Jigglypuff. Jigglypuff. When they ask for the good address, that's the one you're giving yeah. them? Yeah, can I get a good address? No, I don't have one. I, got, I live over there in Serenity Place. Jigglypuff. Serenity Place. Oh, we all need serenity now. That sounds like a retirement community. Squirtle. Squirtle sounds like a retirement community, like a street maybe down there in the villages where, you know. What's going on over there? <laughs> Of upside down pineapples, I guess. 558. Good morning and welcome. Get up. The Starwater 2.1. Knoxville's number one hit music station. Get up. I mean, it's it's easy to like really be disappointed with your street name. Do you ever like would you consider the street name before you bought like property or built a house or something like that? Would you would you like, oh my god, Jigglypuff Lane? No. Mm. No. Can't uh, live with that. I would. I yeah, truly, I wouldn't. I would not live in an area. On a street where I just didn't like, I lived on St. Gregory's Court. Not bad. Yeah. Right? Until I sold it before I bought the place I have now, I would have been on Misty Mountain Circle. Misty Mountain Circle. Misty Mountain. I had a piece of property there for 10 years, but never built. Misty, Misty Mountain. Mountain. Yes. <laughs> Which is, you know, at the time there was a mountain view and, and now it's completely covered with houses. So. Mm-hmm. It'd be misty residential view yeah. is what it would have been. Rooftop uh, view. Yes, and, and of course now I'm not going to say the name of the street I live on now, but it's just a typical, you know, typical like Elm Street kind of thing. But uh, j- Jiggly p- Squirtle? S- <laughs> Snorlax Street? Snorlax. That <laughs> sounds like something out of Dr. Seuss. Although when I was living it in does. Wisconsin, I always looked for a home. I always hoped there would be a home on Sh- Schlimgen Lane. Schlimgen. Uh, I always had to say it like that. S-C-H-L-I-M-G-E-S. Schlimgen. Can, can I get a spelling on that? On what, sir? On Schlimgen. Yeah, I just you have, to make your, have to make your mouth all weird and everything. Schlimgen, yes. I love that, that long four consonant word. But hey, good morning. Welcome 540, excuse me, 559. A lot to do today and a whole lot to talk about. Love to hear from you, as always. 865-656-7827. Give us a text. We'll respond. 606 on this Tuesday morning on Starwater 2.1. It's the Mark and Kim Show, powered by the Ooten Law Firm. Um, there's been, um, we've been kind of tracking, a, it's, it's a, I don't want to call it a tragedy per se, but uh, there's been some, there's been, it's a very, well, it's a story that's got me confounded this morning and a little upset. And we'll talk about it coming up next. There's somebody that's been victimized, and we've been hearing about it for a while. Um, it, the story didn't go well for them. We'll be back with that story coming up next on Star 102.1. 609 on Star 102.1 with the Mark and Kim show. New man, Tyler Gann. We have been, uh, over the last few, I guess, weeks and maybe a couple of months, uh, I've been following a story. Uh, someone had been victimized, and now it's come to a tragic end. Um, 
as new man Tyler Gann's baseball season is over finally. Oh no. <sighs> He's been beaten. His team, his seven year old coach pitch yeah. team. We got oh. skunked. 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 By the quote, as he put it, the traveling team. For those of you who've been texting and wanting to know this morning, what happened last night? Because he had a big game. They're in the tournament. They were in the tournament. Big seven year old coach pitch has got to have a tournament. Oh, yeah. You can't have a season winner. Did you have a season winner? No. So, you know, I mean, if it was, it would have been the same team that we lost to. Mm-hmm. They were undefeated. so Because they're a <clears throat> traveling team. A traveling team. <laughs> well, you is, know, there is such a thing. Did you not hear me the first 14 times I said, yes, I understand there's a traveling yeah. team, but nobody's traveling to their to their league to play them. You no. understand that. How many how many more times would you like to stay, stay <laughs> the same thing? But they're, they're off-season, if you will, is, is played here. Like, they play baseball year-round, it seems like. It seems oh. like. He doesn't know this stuff. Oh. He's making this stuff up. Mm. This is all part of the victimization. He's a victim of a team that just happens to be better than his son's <laughs> team. You know, maybe if they had better coaching, maybe they'd be a better team. That's oh. possible. It is my mm-hmm. first year. I just mm-hmm. got my feet wet. You got your feet wet, yeah, in the, in the field. Yeah, <laughs> I did actually. Like, getting all, like hey, times. hey, third base coach, you're, you're going to stay in the box. You're not allowed on the field, and you're not allowed to touch the children as they run the bases. His feet would have been dry had he not <laughs> Yeah, but every, every loss, though, has come with a story. Oh, yes. Every loss, well, there was cheating. and You know, there's no cheating in seven-year-old coach pitch. But last night, he, he even though skunked, even though which means they had to retire the game when they were down by 10 runs, how, yeah. how many innings before that happened? Uh, Five. Okay. Well, that's so we, not and bad. we play six. So. All right. So you so got you, a whole game almost. Basically, in. I mean, yeah. But but I said anything happened. He goes, well, there was a bad call, but you know, but but you know, they fought a good fight. There was okay. a bad call. There was one bad call, but of course <laughs> it doesn't. It didn't change the effect. Of then the, why did you bring it up then? Then uh, why did you bring it up? Because that's one thing that I, I just said. We were like, safe. Huh? We were safe at second, but I mean, it was safe okay. at second, but they called you out. Yeah. And you think that could have been the run? That could have kept the skunk. It could have pushed that momentum forward, and we could have just took it and ran. Because you know, it, yeah. momentum in baseball is a big thing. You know, rally caps and mm-hmm. yeah. coaches pitching. You know, oh, wait, hold on, <laughs> Pro- professional coaches pitching. Remember For the last, other team, of last course. time, yes, last yeah. time their coach was a former professional. Yeah, this right track. down the middle, right? Or, or so he had heard, right? Well, <laughs> yes, uh, yeah. That's it's always it's always so he heard. So he heard. Yeah, yeah. You hear a lot. Down there at that baseball field. On yeah, third base. You know, with that traveling team. <laughs> that traveling team that travels from home to the field. Yeah. At least uh, an hour early. And then, and then, oh, yes, how dare they? <laughs> oh, they were, yeah, oh, they were last in, week. Oh, they were there like an hour early. We couldn't even get in the batting cages yesterday. I had them all full. You they didn't were there. have a chance. No, well, then they should have, don't they have designated times? Okay, this team gets the batting cages. One would think, yeah, but I think it's just first come, first serve. Then why don't you all get there a little earlier then? I was there. I was waiting oh, no, in the no, parking no, Hold on, hold on. The assumption, because they were all there an hour earlier, was that <laughs> they don't have parents at work because yeah. they're a bunch of they're rich, privileged. rich Farragut kids. I didn't say that. You didn't have to. <laughs> where do you, where do you was pl- the assumption. Where do you play? It's in West Knoxville. <laughs> yeah. A.K.A. It was. It's a nice area, aka Farragut. Eh, yeah, roughly. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Carnes. Yeah, closer to Carnes. Okay. Yeah, I'd say. All right. So, well, there's a big line there. So there it is. The long national nightmare is over. The baseball Until next season. season. Yeah. Oh God, help us. <laughs> That's Post Malone in morning at six twenty four on this Tuesday morning. Eighty one for the hot day. Less clouds. Fewer clouds today, I should say. Eighty one tomorrow as well. Sunshine tomorrow. No rain chances until at least Friday. Slight chance again of rain on Saturday, rain again chance on Sunday, rain chance again on Monday. 
It's a big weekend coming up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Big wet one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Still talking about the weekend? Yes. All right. There's a Taco Tuesday tiff going on. I'm sorry? A, ta- a Taco Tuesday tiff. Taco Tuesday tiff. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, on Taste Test Tuesday as well. 625 now. That's David Guetta, Baby Don't Hurt Me. Star 102.1, 627 on this Tuesday morning, 23rd day of May, 2023. When you hear Taco Tuesday, who do you think of owning it? Owning it? Yeah. Nobody. Uh, I LeBron. thought so, too. I think uh, LeBron. LeBron? Yeah. Not, you know, not, everything, not everything is Lakers basketball, okay? As what's, proved by the, as what's proved by the last four games. Yeah. I know you're a fan, but he's like the worst player in the T- league. Two L's yesterday, but yeah, go. Two, two L's? Yeah, Lakers and then my, t- my baseball team. Oh, can yeah. we let go of your baseball team, please? <laughs> I mean, one segment a week's plenty. Thank you, buddy. Now that, I, it, now that it's over, we made a sweep. Okay, I don't think anybody. It's like in the it's in the domain, right? It's a public domain. domain or public domain, public domain or no. whatever. <laughs> I don't know. I, I didn't know, know what don't. the correct term was, but I assumed well, it was just it? public. Does somebody own it? A place called Taco John's. Huh? I've heard of Taco John's. They're about yeah, they're about four hundred Taco John's. Yeah, I've heard of okay? them. Okay, I don't think I've ever eaten there before. They applied for and got the trademark for Taco Tuesdays back in the eighties, sometime. Okay, okay, before it was a big thing. But nobody knows that they got it for a for an advertising campaign and promotion that they did way back then uh, because they wanted to use it. Well, then since then it's become popular and everybody uses it. Sure. And so now Taco Bell is coming in and trying to force them to give that up because they say that everybody uses it and they want all Mexican restaurants to be able to use Taco Tuesday because everybody pretty much says it anyway. And Taco so, John says, Taco, no, we're not giving it but up. But Taco Bell was around in the 1980s as well. And so if they'd wanted to come up with Taco Tuesday, guess what they should have done? Well, that's pretty much what Taco John's is saying. Okay, and well, they're like, Taco we John's own it, we're not giving it up. Well, they'll win. But now a judge is, well, and Taco John's has won one fight against this a few years back when somebody okay. else tried to get yeah. it from them. And so now they're thinking, well, maybe uh, they've taken it up so much that everybody really does with social media and everybody saying Taco yes, Tuesday. Screw social they media. It up anyway. Social media means nothing. So now there's a petition that people are supposed to sign to say, yeah, everybody needs to own Taco Tuesday. So what Tuesday you're saying is that a company of- that has the forethought or just the luck uh-huh. to come up with a phrase that catches on. Yeah. That's the whole point of a phrase is that you want it to catch on. Oh, and guess what? We own the trademark for it. Mm-hmm. It's like it's like the same thing that radio broadcasters can't do around uh, big tournaments or big games. Yes. We can't ever, you know, we can't have a Super Bowl party. We have to have a big game party because we're not That's authorized. Right. We didn't, mm-hmm. we are not licensed. Well, That's guess right. what? If you own the rights to something, then that should be protected by trademark law. I mean, it's, it's like an open and shut case, isn't it? Well, it's not. Because oh, now that Taco on. Bell has filed this petition, petition. Um, now Taco John's has 40 days to file a response to that petition, but it could take up to two years before there's a ruling on this. So what? Taco John's, who had the wherewithal to do all this, like yeah, you said, right, exactly. now has to fight this fight, the cost and everything that it will cost them to do that, even though they have the ownership of it. And I thought, well, that's a shame that they have to well, do then, that. But now we all but know things that Taco enter John's enter the public it. domain after a while. This is why you have like Winnie the Pooh horror movies now. I think yeah. you're about to have a Peter Pan horror movie because after a certain number of years certainly not back to the 80s but i think 100 years or 75 years it becomes something of the public becomes public domain and that's why you're getting these weird horror movies now based on disney stuff because they've had these trademarks or copyrights for this many years to now then have kind of lost them to the public yeah which is i think i don't understand why i don't either once you own something it seems like you you own it weird yeah but nonetheless
nonetheless. Taco Tuesday. You I know, thought it was just where, out there. Where are those Taco Johns we're supposed to be seeing here now? Oh, no, wait a minute. That was Del Taco. Yeah, yeah where are those Del Tacos we're supposed to be That's Miguel, and it's Sure Thing on Star 2.1, Knoxville's number one hit music station with the Mark and Kim show. I'm under the belief that you should be very happy if you learn something new every day. Mm-hmm. Every day, oh, I learned something new today. Yeah. That's not just a throwaway phrase. You should actually maybe make an effort to learn something new or just by complete ignorance learn something new every day as i just learned something about homeschooling just moments ago here on star 102.1 says the latest is called snooze which of course i think snooze i think snooze alarm and if i think snooze alarm i think that the most well-rested children in america are the homeschool kids who never ever have to hit an alarm clock like a snooze but that's not my only misconception I had Mm-mm. about homeschooling. Good morning. Welcome to the Mark and Kim show on Starwater 2.1, 646 now. So you're telling me that homeschool kids don't get all A's? Some of them may, but ours didn't. So for those who don't know, you you were of this last year. Yeah, his this, junior year. This, 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 school, this school year was a part-time school year, part-time home schooling year um after the first month of school we homeschooled eli this year yeah for his junior year okay um and And, and, it was an experience (laughs) (laughs) right and and factors outside of your control yeah uh, you know had so you had you decide to do that and you had to get did you have to get certified for it um no but we had it's uh, no you don't have to get certified but you have to get curriculums and you have i mean everything right. has to be approved and at the end work of under, the year you have to turn in some sort of portfolio which is his we, work or we something we had to do a portfolio we were under an umbrella for his school we're fortunate that was his it, school has a homeschool umbrella that we can do <laughs> so we, no okay. no um, so we were we were lucky that we had that. So that okay. was so we had guidance. So you actually you grade your own child. Yeah. Right. But but it's all based on the curriculum. I mean, you're not just thrown out there. Is to, it, isn't homeschooling aka an open book test? No. I always thought it was easy. Like, mm-hmm. oh here you go. I hey. thought you know what, I kid you not on this. I thought that the movie Easy A yeah. Was about homeschooling. Really? I did. Well, now I can- <laughs> no, I've never seen it. I've never seen it. I just know it's a school film, right? Yeah. Easy A's yeah. about school? Yeah. Yes. Okay. I thought it was homeschooling. Now, I can only speak to the way we homeschooled. Now, keeping in mind that some people homeschool from, you know, kindergarten all the way through sure. 12th grade, okay. you know, and then right. they go off to college or whatever they're going to do. I understand. We only, we only homeschooled this year. He's going back to full-time day school, as okay. they call it, uh, for his senior year. Gotcha. So we had to we had to stay with the curriculum he was in we had to have him ready and on spot can for you, his senior right, year and his ap classes questions. and anything he was taking can you fail homeschool i'd I say it's you can possible did he fail no did he, did he, he didn't he, fail anything but he didn't make straight a's now he made he made a's in like certain classes and he made b's in his other so classes. only a's and b's no, he made a he's made, he's made a high C in his Spanish class, which he took online with a a woman from the Dominican Republic, and um, so I mean it was hard. He in fact we were going to see if he can test out of his next Spanish class at school. What does that mean? Test because out because it was so hard. If he can take a test and test out of his next class. What do you mean test out? If you can test and pass the class, okay. the test for his next level, right. he won't have to take the class. Oh, okay. yeah. well, I don't That's know what, what te- I mean by test okay, out. Okay, well, you had to explain it to me. I'm sorry. I had no, no idea what that meant. But, so he got all A's and B's, except for a C. 
Yeah. Okay. Did he do that well in regular school? He did well. That's not what I'm asking. <laughs> <laughs> he would have done because it's the same curriculum. I mean, it's taught the, by teachers that aren't his parents, but who he, love him. But we were. Oh, but <laughs> let me tell you, one of the first things he said when he was talking to the administration at his school about going back full time, mm-hmm. they said, "What's the what's the the most thing you're looking forward to about coming back full time?" And he goes, "Having teachers that don't share my name." That's what he told them. Wow. I mean, it's probably wow. harder than it was. I mean, oh, so he's like the coach's son who has it harder than anybody. Let else. me tell you. Yeah. So you you because we wanted to be sure he was ready, and it wasn't like, oh, it was so easy last year, you know. So he doesn't wake up to a to any kind of alarm at all. It's just the um, Eli. We, yeah. Here. As I'm or, leaving, I or, bang on his door. Or is that yeah. the grading process? Eli. <laughs> Eli. Eli. Oh wait, that's a B. Eli. Eli. Oh, that's a D. That's a D. Eli. <laughs> oh, there's the F. Prima Selena. Selena. 706 on Star 102.1. Nostal's number one hit music station. What? That's I how you always s- shake my head when you say that. That's how you say, that say, that how you say Selena. Uh, Selena's. Mm-hmm. It's Nostal's number one hit music station. We come back. We want to know how you were made fun of as a kid by your friends. Which, of course, is always good natured, right? <laughs> And once, yeah, Mark, the fart. That was not at all good good nature. Had nothing to do with my gastrointestinal distress either. We'll be back with those comments from your Facebook post next. Hang on. Her versus him, Mark versus Kim, coming up in just a few minutes here on Starwater 2.1. Tickets to Dollywood to ride their big bear mountain roller coaster. You can do that. That's her versus him. The feud is the game of the day. Sunny, cloudy, sunny and cloudy today. A little bit of both. Pleasant, though, 80 degrees. More sun tomorrow. More sun on Thursday. Rain chances Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, because of course. I don't know how Mark the Fart came up recently. I don't know how. I'm sure you brought it up in some way, shape, or form. But how did your friends make fun of you is the topic on our Facebook page this morning. And uh, and, and the, the, the coda was, it's not bullying. We're not talking about bullying. Just no. you know, friendly. Friendly fun. And Mark the Fart could have been friendly fun, right? I wasn't a farter. I wasn't somebody that all walked around the neighborhood. It wasn't me. I didn't do that. So it just rhymed, kind of. I thought all boys kind of farted around their friends, though. I don't remember doing that. Oh, I do. Farting around the front. I don't remember it. Uh, Nettie, uh, this one, I'm not sure I understand this one. Nettie says, when the streetlights in the neighborhood came on or the sun went down, whichever came first, my siblings and I had to be in the yard. We had to go to the yard or in the house. Yes, even during the summer, we were laughed at, especially in the summer. But 9.45, you got laughed at for having to be in the yard by 9.45? Because that's when the sun goes down at night in the summertime, like 9.30, 9.45. My God, I wasn't even outside past 6. Oh, but in, in the summer, oh, yeah, kids were rogue. We were all yeah. over the place. I understand that, but who <laughs> didn't have to be home by 9.45 when you're out playing? I don't know. We didn't know a lot of dark playing in my neighborhood. Adam Finger. Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> how, did, how did your friends make fun of you? Adam Finger says the last name... Says it all. <laughs> yeah, a lot of room for some, uh, yeah. For some what, Kim? <laughs> some uh, friendly fire there. Oh, okay. I thought you didn't know where you were going with that. No. Just- Cassie, I've always been the shortest kid in school, so I would always get jokes like, can you ride all the rides at Dollywood, even in high school? Fun fact, she says, I can. <laughs> I can. Aaron, the ginger ninja. That we've called him for years. Yeah, um, that's a red, how we make fun. I'm a redhead and short. I've been called leprechaun by my friends more times than I cared. Remember, funny, he doesn't reference himself or our name for him, the Ginger Ninja. He doesn't do that. Nora, I've been a, I've been especially tall, six foot two currently. 
I never heard this before. This is a great one. She goes, I was always warned to duck for passing airplanes. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's funny. Like bugs flying around. Like, she had I mean, the plane. The, the typical, how's the air up there or whatever. Yeah. But, you know, duck for passing airplanes. April, <laughs> her friends made fun of her as they were the inventors of ghosting. We'd be walking together and suddenly I didn't exist. I'd say something and they'd go, hey, did you hear something? Did you hear something? Oh. No, I didn't hear anything either. It's I'm right here. <laughs> Hello. I can I hear that. you. Mm-hmm. Uh, Laura Lovely Mullins writes, oh, you're so lovely. Oh, you have such a lovely oh. name. Um, oh, coming up, we'll find out that Kim actually, like she doesn't believe like, when I say it, Kim has a type. And yeah. I'll have a further description of that type coming up here shortly. Okay. Carmen writes, my <laughs> friends called me by my nickname that my dad gave me because it, they knew it made me mad. Well, thanks, Carmen. You didn't give the nickname. Yeah. <laughs> no, It'd a, help if we got the nickname. Yeah, yeah. Karen writes, called me Hippo Hips. Oh, t- I'm sorry. Tina writes that Karen called her Hippo Hips. So I called her Thunder Thighs in, re- in retaliation. I'd never heard Hippo Hips before. That's classic. I like that one. <laughs> hippo Hips. All the time. Now that we're in our 40s, we all have we all we both have kind of weight problems, so we just let that whole thing die. Right, we'll just, <laughs> we just, we'll just be die. quiet now. <laughs> um, oh, and Kim's ex boyfriend, who once you see a picture of him, her high school boyfriend responds in all of our comments. And if okay. you look at his picture, you're like, oh, is that Ralph, her husband? No, he doesn't look anything. Oh <laughs> my god, they're both they, tall. They look no, 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 no. They look alike. There's no, a lot. No, they of, don't. They do. They don't. Shush. They don't look alike. Well, look. how about this? They don't. He writes <laughs> comments about my feet. He had big feet. Funny. I guess he still has big Funny. feet. Funny. He had some sort of ugly feet. No, he Her didn't hus- have ugly feet. He had big feet. Well, you know, they say big feet, <laughs> big shoes. <laughs> you have a type. Big, fat, Ralph freaky, doesn't have ugly big feet. feet. He has pretty, pretty feet. <laughs> uh, according to him. I've seen him. Ain't that pretty. 714 on the Mark and Kim show. We'll be back. Starting on a 2.1. Knoxville's number one hit music station. We come back. Her versus him is the feud. The feud will be between Celine and Brandon. We'll be next on Starwater 2.1. Here's XG. Starwater 2.1, Knoxville's number one hit music station. Time for her versus him, Mark versus Kim. As he welcome our two contestants, one named Brandon, one named Celine. Celine. Celine and Brandon. <laughs> makes Kim's eyes roll. Every time. Celine and Brandon are playing for... A pair of tickets to Dollywood to ride the new roller coaster Big Bear Mountain with... Us, Mark and Kim. Sure. The winner also gets put into a drawing for a pair of Dollywood season passes. Hi, Brandon. Good morning. Good morning. Celine, when the movie Selena came out, did you watch it? Yes, I did. So you know that those guys would see her in public and they go, Selena's. (laughs) Right? (laughs) Right, exactly. So I do that, and so Kim gets all frustrated every time I do it. No, it just sounds so weird. It sounds so creepy, doesn't it? (laughs) Yes, it does. Why do you think I do it? I'm a creep. Mm. All right, here we go. Round one. Let's start with the ladies. First round, one point. Second round, two points. Third round, three points. Here we go. Coin flip if necessary, but hopefully not. Here we go. Celine and Kim. Celine, top five answers on the board. Give me the most popular answer. Name a term that starts with the word fairy. Fairy tale. It's fairy tale on the list. It is, and that's at number three. Kim, give me a term that starts with the word fairy. Fairy garden. The fairy garden. Did that make the list? 
Mm-hmm. No, strike number one. Celine, a term that starts with the word fairy. Mm. All right, time's up. I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, I can't yeah. Think of Strike number two. Kim. Fairy ride? A fairy ride. Let's go on that fairy ride. Strike three. Boys, talk it out. All I've got is fairy godmother. Uh, was that That's what I was thinking. That was three strikes, wasn't it? Okay, yes. Sorry. Okay, Kim? It was three. I've got three. Yeah, yeah me too. Okay. Celine, work on that cat meowing in the background. While Brandon gives us an answer, name a term that starts with the word fairy. Fairy godmother? Is fairy godmother on the list? That is correct. Yes. Wow. I'm surprised. There's fairy dust, fairy godmother, fairy tail, fairy wings, and a fairy party. Oh. Yeah. All right. There you go. Which you have in a fairy garden, by the way. Yeah. Do you? <laughs> Naturally. All right. Brandon with the point. We'll stay with the boys. Worth two and three. Uh, the second and third point here. Here we go. Brandon, top five answers on the board. Give me the most popular answer. Name a typical TV game show prize. A new car. A new car. <laughs> of course. That's right at number one. Tyler, a typical TV game show prize. An appliance. Is um, an appliance on the list. You bought a new refrigerator. At number three on the list. <laughs> Name a typical TV game show prize. Brandon? A vacation. Package. You're going to Hawaii. <laughs> well, not really. Maybe Disney. I mean, sorry. Uh, Dolly would. Uh, that's number two on the list. One, two, and three off the board. Three strikes to work with. Two answers left. Name a typical TV game show prize. Tyler? I'm going to go money. Is cash on the list. <laughs> at number four. One answer left at three strikes to work with. Brandon? Um, a Two seconds. Cruise. A cruise. is a cruise on the list. That would be under vacation, my friend. Strike number one. Tyler. Camping equipment. Is, you've won a camper. Strike number two. Tyler. Excuse me. Brandon. A boat. Is a new Chris Craft on the list. No, 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 no. Wrong button. I swear wrong button. I, I, I can prove it. I have the list in front of me. Girls, talk it out. A year's supply of turtle wax. <laughs> um. Time for discussion is over. Celine, for the second and third point, give me a typical TV game show prize. A boat. Is the boat that he just got buzzed on. Just said that. Celine, are you paying any attention at all, my dear? You don't know the strikes. You don't know what you've heard so far. And the answer is jewelry from Van Cleef and Arpels. Oh. <laughs> All right, that's two right, and so three Brandon points. Three, three points. points. Brandon, you're in the lead here, and you get to decide whether you want to play or pass. I wonder what it'll do. Here we go. Round three, top four. Brandon, give me a two-syllable word that rhymes with the word horse. Do you want to play that or pass that? Um, we'll play it. All right, here we go. Give me a two-syllable word that rhymes with horse, Brandon. Course. I'm sorry? Course. Is that a two-syllable word, Brandon? That's strike number one. Wow. Have you all met somewhere along the way? Um, Tyler, give me a two-syllable word that rhymes with horse. Divorce. Is divorce on the list? It is at number one. Number one. Uh, Three answers left. Two strikes to work with. Brandon, a two-syllable word that rhymes with horse. Mm. Two seconds, Brandon. 
I'm drawing a blank. Yes, you are. Strike number two. Tyler? Remorse. Is remorse on the list? Yes, a lot of that happening right now. One and two off the board. Three and four still left. Brandon, a two-syllable word that rhymes with horse. All right, I'll take strike three on that one. Girls, talk it out for the tie. Of course, but I think that's two words. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Celine, Celine, for the tie, give me a two-syllable word that rhymes with horse. (laughs) Celine, are you still there, darling? I am. Okay, answer the question, dear. Uh, I can't think of anything. All right, there it is. And Brandon wins. That would be an, an, an inauspicious appearance <laughs> on the pro- on the program, Celine. <laughs> Goodbye, Celine. Bye. Bye, Celine. Divorce, remorse, enforce, and discourse on the list one, two, three, and four. Well, congratulations, Brandon. Off to Dollywood you Thank go. You. Congratulations. Start with 2.1. She says, Karma's my boyfriend in that song, and there could be something about that. We'll talk about, is Matt Healy in trouble, her new boyfriend, for things he said in the past? Uh-huh. We'll get into that next on Starwater 2.1. It is the Mark and Kim Show. That's SZA, Kill Bill. Starwater 2.1, will Taylor kill Matt? My boyfriend Matt Healy on record saying racist, chauvinistic, and homophobic things. And Taylor's fans want her to address it. Even started the Speak Up Now campaign to convince her. Hmm. So he's from the 1975. Maybe these things were proper and appropriate in 1975, but not any longer. Uh, He has several things of uh, questionable behavior that have cropped up recently. Uh, On a podcast in February where he mocked various Asian accents. Now, this is not February like 2003. This is just this past February. Making fun of a, a, a rapper named Ice Spice, who for the record is actually an, of African-American and Dominican descent, so not Asian. He and the hosts also made chauvinistic jokes about women and said ignorant things about the LGBTQ community. Also talked about watching something, oh, I won't say that on the radio. He talked about a specific site where you could see different things of degrading nature. That people are like, wait a second. So anyway, many of Taylor Swift's fans are not cool with this. And some of them even started the Speak Up Now campaign named after uh, Speak Now, the classic album that she's in the process of re-recording. They're asking Taylor to address Matt's uh, quotes, if you will. Use your platform responsibly and intentionally advocate for inclusivity, um, celebrate diversity, and promote empathy and understanding. People are putting up screenshots of them canceling different... uh, Please cancel my order for Speak Now, Taylor's version, 3LP vinyl. Thank you. Like, uh, you don't want to hear an explanation before you just start canceling? Yeah. It's immediately cancel cultures instantaneously. I've heard this. I believe this myself. It doesn't matter what you say. And I it, cancel you. And interesting, during her, during her show, Taylor Swift was saying, I've never been more happy in my life. Well, I'd be interested to follow, see the follow-up on this, what she has to say about this. And then her electric piano started to play by itself the other day, which makes you wonder, hmm. Hmm. Is she, because you know, she was singing and yelling at the security guard and yeah. you can still hear her voice in the background singing. Yeah. Is her piano playing for her while she's playing? And then it malfunctioned when it got a little water in it? I don't know. Mm. I don't know. Mm. 7.54. Oh, I know. I'm getting spat out right now by people. Oh, you shut up. 
You'll be canceled. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> see, we'll see if my neighbor ignores me today after, after I dare That's say right. something bad about Taylor Swift. I'm not saying anything bad. I'm just reading reading the news story as it is. It's uh, 8.05 on Star 102.1. We are about to be absolutely underwhelmed by Kim's demonstration <laughs> speech on something that is just... It's something I just learned. You said we need to learn something every day, and I just right. learned this, it's, and I'm it's, it's mind blown. It's the Mark and Kim show. We're going to be, you want to go Facebook Live with with, yes. the, with the fact that a Ritz cracker can cut a piece of cheese? Yes, it's gone viral. Oh, great. oh hey, everybody. Good morning. Welcome to the Mark and Kim show. As you just heard some off-air arguing <laughs> sneak arguing. through on Starwater 2.1, the Mark and Kim show, powered by the Uten Law Firm. This is the... Okay, so you, where did you see this go viral? This is this. Kim has a sleeve of Ritz crackers. By the way, we're on Facebook Live because you know of all the things we needed to go Facebook Live for, this is one of them. Because it's gone viral oh. because people care about it. People are learning just like I have. This went viral because what? nobody what knew. went viral. All right, I have a sleeve of Ritz crackers. You only need okay? one Ritz cracker, Kim. Well, I'm going to get several just in case. Now, what you've done is, th- have you ever noticed what? that on the Ritz cracker they have this serrated edge? Serrated okay? edge, please. They do. They have a serrated it's- edge. Okay. okay, the reason they have this is because you can cut your cheese. No, not that way. But you can cut your cheese with the Ritz cracker. Now, I've got just like the regular American cheese slices. Hold on. You have the thinnest slice of cheese. Well, I've got two. Regular just slices of cheese. I've got two thicknesses of cheese. Now, you're not going to cut a block of cheese with a Ritz cracker. But if you then it's have. Com- then this is completely underwhelming. But if you have the regular like American cheese slices, I have. All right, just the get, regular. Get, show, 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 watch, show look, watch, watch. She's doing. It. Look, look. Oh wow, she's wildly impressed now that she is rolling a Ritz cracker through a thin craft single, and think this is some. Kim, watch this. Here's a coin, a big fat coin. Now watch, watch this. Watch, wait, no, watch, let me do watch, this. Watch, Kim. Oh, look what I've done. Oh, look. But that coin I, is I, dirty. I, I, what is Stop it? it. Ma- <laughs> Give me this back. Do you understand what I'm saying? Let go with that. Watch, watch. Hold on. Let go with that. With my gym key tag. Look at this. My gym key tag right here. Where am I? Oh, well, it's not a gym key tag. What is a key tag? Watch this. Oh, my God. Look, I cut the cheese. But you shouldn't do Woo! that. Let go of this. So when you're out and okay, having... Okay, wh- why, why shouldn't, why shouldn't I do this? Let go of that, please. So when you're out on a picnic, you can have your cheese cut Oh, because, you know, we all go and on look, picnics and need your, perfectly sliced cheese. And you take your cheese like <laughs> look, that. Hold on. Show, and show, look, look, and look, it fits look, nicely on, on your ribs cracker. A, look at that. Is a, that not lovely? A coffee stirrer, Tyler. A coffee stirrer. Watch, watch Tyler. Oh, my God. Look. I can cut wow. the I can cut the cheese with a coffee stirrer. Well, if Wait, you have those can coffee stirrers and look, stuff with uh, you out there. A hotel bell. Watch this. Watch this. Look. I cut the cheese with a hotel bell. And here is a thicker <laughs> piece of cheese, like from the deli that they've oh, cut for you. Oh, whoa. Watch out, everybody. She cut the cheese with a Ritz cracker. And look how perfectly oh. it's cut. Is that not lovely? And you can still put it on your Ritz cracker. I can take my key fob. Not even the tag hanging off my key fob. My key fob. Watch this. Tyler, look at this. Look. Look. I cut the cheese. Look. And I sounded the alarm on my car in the parking lot. I can hear it now. He's just mad because he didn't see this first. But it's Who's gone mad? viral because Who's people mad? see. You're mad. You can, I'm not mad. You're, no, you're crazy. Because you can crazy. cut it with that. And so there you go. And you have lovely cheese to have with your wine and stuff. In a, oh, wait a, a minute. Tyler, field. watch this. Hold on. I can take this piece of cheese and I can fold it. And then look what it does. Oh, my goodness. It splits perfectly into two pieces of cheese, Kim. Watch. Take a piece of cheese and fold it, Kim. Watch what happens. 
Go ahead and fold it, Kim. A new piece of cheese. Fold it in half, Kim. Watch what happens. Now, no, you, you, you need to crease it. Now, I if you did. Can, if you can't handle the crease of a piece of Look, cheese. Look, I did. All right, now rip it open. Oh, now she's being difficult. No, I'm not. Look, she's I'm doing that. This is, like the info, this is like the thing in the infomercial. Or the I'm most, doing or that. the easiest task Look, in the world. I did that. People Look, can't I'm pressing. To do. Look, I'm pressing. <laughs> okay. And now, now rip it open, Kim. Rip it open. What kind of cheese are you buying, by the way? Is that cheese made out of jello? Oh, oh, look what happened. She pulled it it's apart. It's got that ugly oh. red edge. Oh, an ugly edge. But look, edge. if I take this. Oh, there you go. It's so pretty now. <laughs> this is the... <laughs> didn't cut that one. <laughs> <laughs> didn't work. Oh, there you go, people. Impress your friends. There we go. Wake the children. Phone the neighbors. Get them to come over. I thought it was and neat. guess what? It went viral. You, Other people thought it was it cool. It went viral. Is this just an excuse for you to eat more food in the in the morning show? You have been eating nonstop in the morning show lately. No, I haven't. You have been. You've, I've been eating protein bars every day. She never ate before. Not every now. day. This is so fun. Every day. Now she's got her crackers and cheese. She just wants a reason to have crackers and cheese. If there I you go. The most cheese, the most that. helpful tool in your kitchen is your Ritz cracker. Everybody. Five seconds of summer. Young blood on Star Wars two point one eight twenty five on the Mark and Kim show. We have a perpetual victim on the radio show with us. Old new man Tyler Gann. <laughs> I'll, oh, I, I, I'll bet you. Well, you're old sis. <laughs> so he's old man. Old, 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 um, old new man Tyler Gann. Victimized by everybody. Well, I bet you love Fetty Wap. I bet you love the music of Fetty Wap. And I'll tell you why you probably do next. <laughs> it's the Waffle House Jonas Brothers at 828 on this Mark and Kim show. Perpetual victim new man Tyler Gann. It started early when he was showing up to work late all the time. And it was always a reason. It's always somebody else or something else. <laughs> the alarm clock or, well, I was here yesterday till 2 in the afternoon. And the afternoon was out Somebody together. had me carry something down the hall and I was just, I couldn't make it. <laughs> Baseball, umpires, baby mama, fiance, families. I mean, all sorts of people out to get them. Yep. Everybody. Just everybody's out to get Tyler. It's a fact. No, it's not a fact. <laughs> you're making up. You're, you're just. You're just. You're. You just. For some reason, you need to be a victim. I don't know what it is. So listen to this story about Fetty Wap. Okay. You a big fan of Fetty Wap? Eh, not really. Okay. You listen to any of his music at all? I used to. Do we have? Do we ever play anything by Fetty Wap on this radio station? Didn't when there several years ago. My when way. There's something. There's a couple of them he had. Oh, that duet he did with uh, Frank Sinatra. Yeah. Oh yeah. That. <laughs> well, listen to this. Fetty and Frank. <laughs> hey, you never know. So last August, Fetty Wap pleaded guilty to possession and distribution of drugs. His lawyer is gunning for the mandatory minimum sentence of five years, and she thinks she has a winning strategy. Blame COVID. She okay. says, and this is here. Here we get into this is starting. This will sound a lot like new man Tyler Gann. Okay. All right. On just everything's just against him. You know, all the dominoes falling and they're all landing on him. Mm -hmm. So when the pandemic hit, he said this, no opportunities to perform. My income was severely limited. Okay. And that happened to everybody. A lot of people's ability to earn mm -hmm. was limited by COVID. Yeah. Mm -hmm. the, you know, the pandemic that was COVID. Mm-hmm. Don't get me started, Kim. <laughs> I'm just sitting here quietly letting you do your thing. He was also being sued. He was going through a divorce. His tour manager was stealing from him. Well, he just had a lot going on, Gosh. didn't he? His grandparents died. Oh. He had depression. He started to develop panic disorders. Oh. 
poor Fetty. Yeah, but these are all the reasons why mm-hmm. he decided to start selling and distributing ju- uh, drugs. The lawyer says, quote, suddenly it felt like life was going in reverse and he became ashamed when he had began to struggle to keep up the lifestyle that he created for so many. First mistake, trying to create a lifestyle for others as opposed to worrying about yourself. First, one of the things they sit down with NFL players in the symposium, the rookie symposium, is you don't have to pay for everybody. This is why that 30 for 30 about going broke, I think it's called broke, Yeah, talks about how they took care of this person, took care of that person. They never took care of themselves. Yeah, and They paid out all their money and then they were broke. First contract, they, you never hardly ever get a second contract in football. And you do, you're lucky. Well, sometimes the music is just the music and it goes really well for a little while, then it doesn't go well for much longer after that. One hit wonder. So his judgment has then since became impaired. And that's why he began to sell drugs on a massive level, enough that it was actually distribution of drugs. Oh, my. Mm. Passing some to your friend. His side hustle became a... Yeah, yeah, his side hustle became his his business. And now he's going... He'll probably go to jail for, they say, upwards of 10 years on this one. So he could be done. He could be done. But poor Fetty. Poor Fetty, yeah. All that stuff. It wasn't his fault. Not at all, right, Tyler? Not at all. No. 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 By that way, by the way, he said this morning that alarm clock that you know had trouble waking him up before. Yeah. Okay. Which gets him coming in to work on time now, which is really good. Mm-hmm. He it was still going off when he left the apartment this morning somehow, and he could hear it out. <laughs> the, oh like, yeah. Out in the yard. <laughs> yeah. So you're telling me that your alarm clock is enough to be considered a public nuisance? Yes, I'm sure somebody was upset. Oh my God, dude! Does your I, didn't, I never you don't listen to it from the outside yeah, but, of the apartment. But nobody complains. No, not oh, even well, your girlfriend. I haven't, got, I haven't gotten a Is note your girlfriend on the door. Deaf? Does she have the heart of hearing? <laughs> I guess because she didn't hear it. Starting with two point one, Knoxville's number one hit music station with the world's largest kids party Saturday, June tenth. Performance lawn at World's Fair Park. Listen this afternoon, starting at three, for your chance to win a family four pack with J Dub. Today, three p.m. Largest kids party from Starwater two point one. That is Pink's latest. Called Trust Fall on the Mark and Kim show here on Starwater 2.1 at 849. Uh, someone liked the uh, slogan game we played yesterday um, and sent us a bunch more of these slogans. Um, and just so that Tyler doesn't feel victimized by the way in which I... <laughs> the way that I beat him? Well, you beat him like a... Gosh. Like a... Well, I won't say that, but you beat him good. Um, now, as opposed to me just asking one of you the answer and then the other one goes, well, I knew that too. Um... That's my impression of you. Um, <laughs> That's pretty you, good. You yell out the answer. Okay. Just yell out the answer. These are slogans that we should all know the company that came up with the slogans. It's a slogan game. And thank you. Here we go. Snap, crackle, pop. Rice Krispies. Oh. Boom. Yeah. Loser. <laughs> Write it down, Ken. That's one for you, darling. She threw, the L's L's all week. She, she threw the L. Oh, look at that. What did he say? Taking L's all week. Last night's baseball game. Yesterday's slogan wah, game. Wah, wah. Here we go. Finger licking good. Kentucky Fried Chicken. You take too long to say Kentucky Fried Chicken. He got KFC for, all first. Right, yes. We'll give it to him. Yeah. Kentucky Fried Chicken. Nobody <laughs> even says that anymore. It's now KFC. They don't even call themselves Kentucky Fried Chicken. All right. Here we go. Breakfast of Champions. Wheaties. Oh, mm. Down you go, another one. Two to one, Kim. These are the slogans and the companies you should know. Can you hear me now? Verizon. Oh, two to two. How about this one? Eat fresh. Subway. Boom! He's going to kill you this time. He's so on it. 
Oh, now Kim's going to get salty. <laughs> you know, Kim, she hates to lose anything. I do. Oh, my God. Here we go. Save money, live better. Ooh. Oh. Oh. Shazam. I don't know. It's Shazam. I just told you. It's Shazam? No, I'm just kidding. Oh. <laughs> I was like, that didn't sound Wall right. market. Save money, live better? Save money, live better. That's their slogan. Yeah. Hmm. Or at least it was. When? Whenever. Okay. <laughs> Here we go. Double your pleasure, double your fun. Double, double make gum. Eh. Oh. Wrigley's. Oh, yeah. Oh. Technically. Okay. Yes. You're, <laughs> You're both be a wrong. Stickler. <laughs> Here we go. What's the score? Um, It's three for him, two for me. Ooh. Yep. I should end it now, shouldn't I? He should. Yeah. No. <laughs> I need a dub this week. <laughs> yeah, he needs something. How about this? Diamonds are forever. Uh, this is a tough one. Never mind. De Beers. De Beers. You won't know okay. Oh, De Beers, she said as I was saying it. Um, how about this one? Have it your way. Burger King. Boom. Uh, Tied up three to three. Mm. All right, here we go. <laughs> Eat more chicken. Okay, uh, Chick-fil-A. Boom. He's up in the lead. These are slogans. Who advertises themselves as the king of beers? Of course. You're both wrong. It's Budweiser. Oh, okay. All right. What's the score? It's still a him four, th- me three. Yep. Obey your thirst. Sprite. Oh, it's my he's favorite drink. Killing it. Damn it. He's killing it. Where's the beef? Wendy's. Oh, she's back. She's back. <laughs> she's back. What's the score? It's five, him, three, uh, four, me. Oh, it's yep. over. Okay. No! <laughs> From the Landmark Recovery Traffic Center. Good morning. We are waiting. Sit down. Shut up. Well, all right. <laughs> Star 102.1. Which I may never. Um, I, I'm, yeah. I'm not talking to you. No, okay. <laughs> I'm talking about fiancés. We're going to have a Facebook post up a little bit later this afternoon. There's some country artist. You ever heard of Travis Denning? No. I know you're a big country music girl. No. no. Travis Denning was told to sit down and be quiet <laughs> about wedding planning. I guess he ought to get used to that. All right. Well, <laughs> if it's starting with the wedding mm, planning. Well, and we're going to find out when you had to tell that fiance, you know, that boyfriend. All right. Sit down. Stay quiet. We got it from here. You know, usually we're like, no, tell me what you want. No, Please no. participate. We'll get Do into something. this. We'll get into this story and we'll tell you about the story. Uh, what he was uh, allowed to pick, you know, allowing someone to do something, especially when it relates to something very specific for them. Like, oh, I don't know, their wedding. But no, 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 no. His fiance and his fiance's mother oh. were like, no, no, no. Momzilla. Uh, Look, yeah, you just sit down and stay quiet. Mm-hmm. We have it from here. Mm-hmm. So we'll find out uh, how the wedding planning went after you told, or if in fact you had to tell somebody to sit down and stay quiet. Did your husband get involved in your wedding planning? I tried to get him more involved. Tried to get him and more And he didn't involved. want to be? He was like, honey, you know how I am. I'd have everybody mismatching Hold on, hold on, hold on. You, hold on. You had known each other for three months before you got engaged. Yeah. There, well, there was no, honey, you know me. No, we were inseparable. Once we were together, we were together. Oh. So, and then it was so a you, year later so you, that we got married. So you weren't dating. You were together. We were together. So as but you we said, dated while we were together. Nah, see, you we dating. did. I look at it differently than you do. No, we were dating. No, have I you ever seen that? By that, where she's looked at something different than I. Not once. Not I once. Nathan Furstein, NF, and happy on Star Wars two point one. Well, I hope they're happy. Who? 
Jeff Bezos and oh. Lauren Sanchez are engaged to be married. Two things. First of all, bleh, for both of them. Secondly, could you trust anybody that was, quote, in love with you if you had $150 billion? Be honest. You're Jeff Bezos. This woman has a history of dating rich men, all right, including uh, Tony... The Tony, Tiger. Tony the Tiger, yes. He's great. <laughs> a famous football player for the Kansas City Chiefs. I'm biffing on his last name, but him and others, and then she, she lands the, 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 you know... The, the big fish, the marlin, yeah. the 20-foot marlin, and the $150 billion man, Jeff Bezos. Yeah. Or if you're Jeff Bezos, do you even care? You got to care, right? I, I think you care no matter uh, who you are. Have you seen that sculpture of her on the front of that yacht boat thing he has? Do we believe that's her? Yeah. You think so? It looks like her. Well, I'd say that she, the sculpture doesn't look like her. I'll say that she looks like the sculpture. Okay. Because she's a looking- Either way. Oof. No, uh, here we are judging people on how, how how they look. It's not judging people on how they look. It's judging people on how they've transformed their yes. look. And I can tell you right now, if you look up like old pictures of this woman, Lauren Sanchez, you're like, damn, pretty girl, really beautiful woman, and then has done what she's done with well, the plastic surgery. Well, she looks surgery. transformed now. Yeah, that's a good way to put it. Yeah. So, politically correct way. She looks transformed mm-hmm. <laughs> into what we won't say. I think she was already a gold digger, and now she's a platinum digger. I, I guess you know? I don't know. I don't know about her history. What's but, worse? Um, What's better than gold? Platinum? You know, it's stronger. Is it? Well, there you go. They're engaged to be married. How long do you think it'll last? Go ahead, put your money on it. Go ahead, put your date on it. They've been together for like five, seven years, right? They've, They've been ago. together for a while since his since, divorce. Well, right, he got right into the relationship, and they got engaged. Oh, it's in a 19. rebound. It's a rebound. Well, At 19, what? They got engaged in 2019. Oh, no, I thought they were just engaged. They just I got, mean, they, they got together. Yeah. They made it public in 2019. Oh, so only like four years then. Yeah, it's not been years and years, I don't believe. Marriage, how long? A year or more? More. Over, under, on a year? I'll give them more. Over, and under, on five years? I'll give them about six. Oh, you're so optimistic. Three at best, maybe two. My over, under's two and a half. Well, do you think they'll get married pretty quickly? Well, of course. Why not? What are they waiting for? For for a couple of days off work. (laughs) (laughs) That's it. All you people want is more, 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 more. 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 (laughs) There was a story a while back that uh, was it the last pay telephone, or is there still pay telephones? Was it wasn't there? It was the last New York City pay telephone. I I don't know that there's any pay telephones left because we talked about how there were a lot of the booths left for a while or the things on the wall, the partitions, but no phones were left in them. Look, maybe the story was about the last pay phone in New York City, but there's there's still got to be pay phones. There's still got to be pay pay phones somewhere. Why does there got to be? Because I can't believe that they're out of order, completely out of order. I can't believe it's out of business because I have a... And that's a kind of a lead into something else. And who's taking that job if they're not out of business? I mean, you know, the who's last payphone telephone person. Well, you said I can't hold, believe hold they're on. out of business. Do you think there's one operator for that one telephone? Or who's who's doing the repairs on that? Or who's you know? What? You, think you said a, I can't believe they're out of business. And I'm well, you're like, referring who's like to the old job? Maytag repairman that would yeah. just sit around and wait yeah. for a Maytag. Look up the last payphone. Is there a last payphone still in operation somewhere? In New York City, there's still a handful of payphones scattered around New York City. Those include ones on private property as well as four permanent full-length Superman 
booths, according to the city. Superman booths. And th- That's now, what this was last year. So. Right. And do you understand what that means, Superman booth? Oh, yeah. Like the the full stand up, pull the door back. Yeah, but what, what does it have to do with Superman? Because he know? would change his clothes. <gasps> man. Look at you. Yeah. Look at you. Yeah, one of the last things we did on the morning show today was the uh, slogan game. And you ended up trouncing Kim. You feel good now? Oh, I feel Taking great. Taking L's all week, as he said. Even the Lakers lost. So. Well, that's not, you know. I he know. didn't trounce me. It was five to four. It's a beating. It's, it's an absolute he murder. He won, but it wasn't he murdered like a you. murder. We should have a funeral. That's how bad it was. Oh, please. <laughs> I'm trying to make the man feel better. He thinks the world is against him. Maybe it is. So, But there was a story recently about the last something, and I thought it was pay phones, and I wanted to use that as a lead-in because I want to ask you the number. There's a number. Okay. How many, and this is according to the Wall Street Journal, in the whole country, the entire United States of America, how many active pagers mm. do you think there are left in America? I would think the number might surprise you. Um, I don't know what you're doing with your head right now. Well, I'm just trying to think. Pagers. I mean, like, in all of on, America. In all of America, sitting on the belt of somebody right now. I actually had somebody the other day said, call me and it will page me. And I don't know if they were actually talking about a pager that would page them or if they meant their phone would alert them. I, I hadn't heard somebody say that it well, would page means me They may so have long. it on complete silence and then maybe, well, I don't know. I don't know. Okay. I, uh, how many, I'll ask Tyler because you can't seem to give me an answer. How many, how many active pagers do you think are still left in America? 10,000. 10,000. 1,072. 1,072. I'll say 1,073. Okay. No, I'm just kidding. The active number of pagers in this country is still 800,000. Oh, my God. Daggum, really? There are still 800,000 pagers. Who's using them? So it turns out mostly emergency type workers and a few who do not ever want a cell phone ruling their peace. Which now, means, we just talked the other day about, I think you said, these days you have to have, you have to have a cell phone. And and we agreed. Yeah. I mean, we were in this room, we were all like, yeah, you just got to have one. If today. you're not retired and you don't live in a compound, and if you want to have an active life doing real things, as opposed to sitting around and watching television yeah. all day, then you need a smartphone. Not just, even the flip phones to me are becoming obsolete because you can't even, you can't even look up the number you need to call sometimes from your flip phone. Yeah. Okay? Because it may still have some internet connectivity, but it's not like it's going to give you the information. Look, yes, are there still people without smartphones? Absolutely. Are there still people with flip phones? Yes, there are. And they're probably perfectly happy with them. And that's fine. You don't, what you don't know, you don't know. The, the, Once you know what you can u- do with some of these things, But the you problem miss is, it. like even, even like going to the bank and like dealing with a teller sometimes, oh, they don't want... What? Well, I, I hate to have to go to the bank and deal with. Well, I'm just saying you can sometimes. do so much of your banking on your phone, but see, exactly. people don't trust that. These are people that still hide their money in their mattresses or bury it in the backyard. Yeah. But 800,000 active pagers in the country, emergency type workers, are people who don't want their phones bothering them. In the late 90s, we all walked around oh, with yeah. little pagers. I mean, I had a pager. Yeah, exactly. I remember I, I had a brain fart thinking I had gotten one here when I moved to town, and I can't. Remember if I did or not, and I. But I came here with a cell phone, so why would I have needed a pager? So I didn't get a pager here. I think that's what the that we we finally summarized. I didn't still have a pager when you got summarized. here, so I couldn't imagine right. that you I got a pager. No. And I I had a cell phone as early as like the early '90s. Like I had the bag phone. Mm-hmm. I had the first brick. 
yeah. you know, cordless phone that wasn't attached to a car or whatever. Well, I bring that up because there we have a list of uh, completely obsolete, as people think are obsolete things that people, believe it or not, still use. You'll be surprised. Like the pager. <laughs> You'll be surprised. Now, the iconic, we started it out with a public telephone booth, essentially a monument to, television, to telephone's history. Now just a tourist attraction in most places. Of course, the first thing we did, my wife and I, when we got to England back in 2011 or 12, was go to one of those red phone booths and take our picture. So it's so yeah. iconic, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, of course, obsolete with the rise of the mobile phone. Rotary telephones and wired landlines. Does oh, yeah. your mother still have the wired phone? You have a you have a hard line. You still have a hard line in your house. Yeah. Is there a phone attached to your hard line still? A phone. Yeah. I mean, you it's not a hard. It's not a hard. I mean, we don't have like one with a cord that goes all the way through, but there is a line that's attached to it for our mothers. Yeah. What do you think I'm talking about? I'm a hard line to me. Me hard line no, to the house. I understand. And then that. you have a phone, but we don't have like a rotary dial or anything I didn't say like that. that. I right. know what you're talking about. I'm just saying. Well, you said you didn't have a hard line. You do have a hard line, a yes, landline. Yes, we do have house, that, but we and don't you have, have a phone that. sitting next to some place. Yeah. That answers when somebody calls your home phone number. I'm trying to think number. where it is. <laughs> well, it's a cordless. You probably lost it. Yeah, probably. <laughs> is it still a cordless? Yeah. Okay, so you got rid of the princess phone? That's or? what I'm saying. We don't have anything that's actually, like, you know, has the long spiral cord that hey, goes anywhere. We've um, never had one of those in our home. But Another piece of technology that nears obsolete after being replaced by a computer that we carry around in our pocket. The wired telephones date back as far as 1844. And there's been uh, many inter- iterations over the years. There are people with landlines... And I don't know if, in fact, the phone company still recognizes what the information given to the phone line from a rotary dial phone. I don't think the rotary dial can be used anymore. Look up I don't know. if rotary dial phones can still be used. No. Because it went from the rotary to the push button. Touch tone is what we used to call it. Um, they recognize boop, 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 boop. They recognize that. And then I think at some point the rotary phone couldn't provide the information down the phone line mm-hmm. to then quickly make the phone call. I think that went away a long time ago. It doesn't say in this little article right here. but um, I mean, when you think about how long it used to take us to, to make a phone call, not that it was like an inordinate amount of time, but c- compared to what we do now, you know, you had to wait for it to go back. <laughs> oh, and touch tones, and you, and you try to be as fast as you could with the touch tones? Anything on rotary phones looking up there? Um, this is from two years ago. It says, yes. The line card supports both pulse dialing and DTMF, which is touch tone dialing. And so you could still make a rotary phone call. Yeah, really. And yeah, I, I actually gone away. saw something not too long ago. Those are the only phones that are actually dependable if the power goes out and all this. You can still make a phone call because the power to the phone is provided by the phone line itself plugged yes. into the wall, which is electrified enough to provide the power to that phone. If it in fact has power, it has electricity and it makes that phone ring. But yeah. with the little bell and then the little finger that goes back and forth, and it's awesome to watch. Other things that are completely obsolete, or are they personal digital assistants? I used to love my Palm Pilots. Did you have a Palm Pilot? The little precursor to the. Phone being able to keep all of your data, yeah, excuse me, all of your like information, like your schedule, and stuff like that. And stuff. Yeah, that's that. Well, I had the predating of the BlackBerry, yeah. the forefather to the modern mo- uh, mobile phone, the personal digital assistant. I had one of those too. My daddy got mm-hmm. me one and said, "This is this is leading into other things, Kimmy," and I thought, "Really? 
offered limited access to a lot of modern capabilities we've come to expect, including internet access, word processing, touchscreen functionality, and a whole lot more. They quickly became obsolete when smartphones, of course, yeah. began to gain favor. Mm -hmm. The laser disc, the big fat laser disc. Now, I never had a, one of those. Neither did I. Never did. I think they were too expensive. Yeah. Very niche format. Um, popular amongst video files and film enthusiasts, although it was the first format of optical video storage available from 1978, about the same year my parents said we wouldn't be drilling a hole in the house for cable. <laughs> LaserDisc failed to gain mainstream popularity due to the expense of the players. LaserDisc offered higher quality video than VHS and Betamax, which we'll get into here as more outdated technology. Behind it was the foundation of the compact disc, the DVD, the Blu-ray later on. Uh, despite never going mainstream, it wasn't until 2001 that the last video titles were released in this format, and a total of 16.8 million LaserDisc players were sold worldwide, which, if you think about it, is not really a lot. I was trying to think if I even knew... One person who had one, I know I I knew there had to be somebody. I just know I was never at their house, but I was always at everybody <laughs> else's house because they had cable and I couldn't. Because that hole in the house. They wouldn't drill a <laughs> hole in the house. That's what the excuse was. We're not drilling a hole in the house. It's all brick. It's from the 1920s. Our house is from the 1920s. Oh, you can't do it. Uh, floppy disks on this list. I found my old word processor that I bought back in 1990. And it had floppy disks with it. I could just plug them right into so the side. So you still have that packed still away? Still have it. Mm. Still have it. Of course I have it packed away. What am I going to throw away? It was perfectly good. It wasn't dinged, dented, damaged. It had all the old radio station stickers I used to work for. It's because oh. I wasn't around to hurt it. Yeah, that's right. Oh, 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 oh. Oh, and the, and the, and the mini disc player is coming up on this oh, list. Oh, I'm sure it is. Of, of obsolete or You're almost. You're probably doing this whole exercise because just of the Just to get mini to the mini disc so I can tell the story. Uh, one more time. <laughs> yes. destroy something oh, of mine. Yes. If it's not the paint on my Mercedes, oh, then it's yes. the oh. digital mini disc player. The fax machine. Do we still have a fax machine here? Yeah. We still have a fax well, machine. Well, our copier can fax. Okay, so it's a plain paper fax, not a heat paper fax, like the curly up oh, paper. Oh, no. Okay. They still exist in a lot of offices. Really? A lot of well, offices. Well, apparently medical offices, because... Um, remember no, 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 I'm talking about the curly paper fax. Oh. Not, I'm not... Yes, there are fax machines. Yeah. But those are of, of, of upgraded to just plain paper faxes. Yeah. The curly heat paper was the original fax, and some people had them as late as they're saying is 2019. Really? Now, is still that the use. one that they rip off? Like as soon as the fax come in, like they just rip it off the the device. Yeah. Okay. Or it would cut and then it would roll up and fall into the floor and then go under the cabinet that it was sitting on. Okay. Or something like Lost that. Lost for years. <laughs> Compact cassette <laughs> tapes. I don't think. I, I think there are probably people still. Using cassette tapes, if you've got a cassette deck, uh, VHS is on here, of course. I don't think anybody sells the VHS player any longer. Um, let's see, digital audio tapes, that was a thing for a little while. DAT mm -hmm. recorders. Yeah. Overhead projectors, a classroom oh. classic. The overhead projector, did you ever have anything shown to you? Do you even know what an overhead projector yeah, is? is that, are you talking about the one that has the... Like the part up here, like and a gooseneck, the leg. yeah, like, yeah, a, like yeah. a swan, like a digital swan, like, yeah. a, like a mechanical swan or something like that that shined from its belly. It would shine <laughs> up and then it yeah. would reflect onto the wall or the. Yeah. I don't think Miss Hill could have taught science without one of those. She put her hand on the hip. She had that wax pencil and she'd ride up there and it would project onto the screen. I, I don't think she could have taught a class without. Would she the smear it when projector. she brought her hand back? No. Okay. <laughs> <Sometimes>. <laughs> Transparent sheets of acetate were used. 
in place of paper to enable presenters to transpose their presentations on the screen in front of the class. I had a teacher that would literally write on the glass. That's what this is. Oh, on the glass. Yeah. On the glass. No, I'm not not on not on the thin piece of plastic. On the glass. On the actual glass, and then he would just wipe it off and then do it. Yeah. Now she wrote because I can remember her like cranking or moving it the plastic, and she would write up there. And I mean, every day we knew what was happening. She'd roll that thing out there. More obsolete stuff include the phone book. Hey, still out there. It's not obsolete. But it's about this thick. Have you seen the recent one? Yeah, but they're all and it's all advertising. Yeah, it's all advertising. And you also have to pay to get your number in the phone book now. Wow, isn't that true? I don't know. I'm pretty sure you have to pay to get your even for the white pages. Is there the white pages? Well, the one that we got most recently, I was shocked to get it. First of all, I was like, "Where did this come from?" And it had white pages, but it wasn't. It wasn't a very thick book. Bick, a very thick book at all. (laughs) And there were some white pages. And um, I didn't think you had to pay for it. I don't know. Okay. Portable DVD players. Portable DVD players uh-huh. are fairly obsolete now that anybody can put something on an yeah. iPad or even on their phone. Oh, yeah. Everything's on uh, the phone. Watch a movie. I, I, the only time I ever did a early in the morning, Black Friday, beat the doors down at Walmart, <laughs> and stand in front of a pod of stuff until they ripped it open, were for portable DVD players. And they wanted, and I thought it was a damn deal at like forty nine ninety nine each. And I bought three of them. Three of them on Black Friday with the wor- and we found that recently. And I plugged it in and it still worked. Wow. And I got a DVD from my collection of DVDs because I still hold on to my DVDs. I know I you are. My DVDs. I Why would Much I throw to them your away? wife's chagrin. But they play on on Xboxes. They play on PlayStation. Yeah. So guess what? You have a movie right in front of you that you paid for. I bought it. Um, we we plugged in and put a DVD into the portable DVD player. Oh my God, it's like a pixelated screen. It's like it's like the bad internet that oh, provided yeah. our Facebook right. Live video this morning it was yeah. so bad yeah. here. <laughs> uh, so those are almost gone. Portable dictation devices. I still have my little handheld recorder that has. I have tapes. Well, it's actually a digital recorder of all my girls when they were little. Yeah. And I've transpo. I've transferred that to, of course, the, the you know the internet. But I still have it. I put it. All I have to do is put a one AAA battery in it, and I can hear my kids singing oh. all sorts of different songs yes. and stuff when they were little. You were talking about your little girls' voices. Mm-hmm. I had a friend tell me when uh, she found out we were going to have a boy that she goes with a boy especially. Be sure to get his voice recorded as often as you can. So we have him recorded at every age because the voice is changing so much and all the way up to that man voice and i'm so glad we have so many recordings of him other uh, completely gone even though you can still use them you can still use a typewriter you can still put a piece of paper in a typewriter i don't even have a typewriter anymore i had that word processor which was as close to a typewriter as i ever got because i never took typing so i wouldn't know slide projectors Oh, I have one of those. I have the I have so many rings of slides yep. just saved in boxes. The carousels. The old, mm-hmm. Yeah, do you know what that is? I know what it is, but I've never had You'd, one. Or... Somebody in the neighborhood would go on vacation, they come back, and they'd have a little neighborhood party, and they'd show the <laughs> yeah. slides on the wall. Or <laughs> That's the, right. Oh, look at here, everybody. These are almost outdated, if not outdated, technologies and products. The mini disc player. Huh. Look how precious. Have you ever seen one here up close? Here we go. Uh, I don't come, believe come, so. Bring your ass over here. Oh, take yeah, a, you need to take see a gander. This. this is exactly the model I had. 
See that? Isn't that cool? Yeah. Look how solid state that looks. Look how how compact that is. And it took a mini disc, a mini compact disc player, which you think, okay, so it's just a small CD player that you could listen. No! They were no. adorable. It was recordable CDs. Oh, yes. Re- the, it, the original recordable, clean, digital audio right into the mini disc player. You could record onto that on the, onto that disc. You'd have to like do a writable CD in yeah. your computer. This was microphone into the mini disc player. And it was recorded. And it was broadcast quality. It was amazing. And then someone decided to smash it on the ground. I didn't just. It makes it sound it. like I took it and, <laughs> and just slammed it, it onto the ground in celebration or something. Oh, you were celebrating? <laughs> no, now? I was I not that. celebrating. Wow. I, I what said, were you, you celebrating? That's what you make it Ooh, sound like this thing that he loves in a, and and just carries around with him all the time, recording all sorts yeah. of stuff. He makes it sound like I just whoom, well, you know, that's how it felt. Care. Well, it was not. That's how it felt. <laughs> Nonetheless, I'm still mourning that thing. Yes, it was it the uh, least popular format of optical-based digital storage. It was the mini-disc with a high storage capacity of as much as a gigabyte even back then. Least popular. The, yeah, because the fewer... <laughs> yeah, well, that's why it's more valuable, because it's so unpopular. And I was so ahead of the game. I mean, I had a recordable, compact disc player that nobody had. You still, at that time, were recording into regular audio tape. Oh. I gave it a funeral. I really did. Analog and dial-up modems, long gone. Nobody's putting their phone on a modem anymore. And all those noises. Walkmans, Discmans, and MP3 players. I came across my, my, I think it was called a Rio recently. I think the little round MP3 player. I think I had about 10 to 15 songs on it. Oh. And it was just, what, what you feel? You, it just sounds cool. <laughs> well, it's little. <laughs> Sweet. It was little. 10 I, to I 15 had, songs. I'll never forget being 13 years old, getting my first Walkman. Mm-hmm. And my father had recorded from album to cassette. Oh. Different, like I had the Foreigner 4 album on cassette. Yeah. I had ACDC Back in Black on there. <laughs> And I wore out those days. I mean, separate way. Was it separate ways album from Journey? Yeah. What else did I have? I had a few other albums, and it was just you could not get those little orange headphones off of my head. Yeah. And the and, the, and the, down to the little cassette player, and we put it on your hip, and I would just walk oh, yeah. and walk. Oh my god. So <laughs> and then the digital Walkmans came out. Walkman has got. I think is the Walkman still a product? See if there's anything that has the... When did the Walkman stop being made? And I don't mean just the cassette version. I think there was a digital MP3. Just the brand is what the brand. you're talking like about. Like Sony owned it. It was so pervasive. Sony I mean, it was everywhere. Owned it. Walkman was the shit. It was mm-hmm. the thing. Personal. Because at that point, before that, you were only playing your music out of a boombox. Oh, yeah. Out of a radio, out of a boombox. There, er- there was an era where... You played your boombox by carrying it around with you everywhere you went or putting it up on your shoulder. That was as personal as it got. And boom, boom, boom. <laughs> no, that people were doing it very loudly. I on had purpose. a huge Sony boom Walkman. Box. Go to the Wikipedia page. It'll tell you when they stopped making the Sony Walkman. You're looking digital, diligently at your screen. What have you found for us? Ricky Research. Sony is, uh, Sony. <laughs> Sony. Sony is rolling out a fresh addition to its Walkman family, the NW a306 this new model comes 44 years after sony released the original walkman okay what year was this article uh january 2023 so what are they gonna is it mp3 um, it's uh from a picture i'm seeing it looks like it would be a phone slash mp3 player um huh yeah and it says sony still makes android powered walkmans and uh, yes i pronounce it walkman well i mean it's walkman yeah. yeah so there are still walkmans or not 
Uh, yes, it's a te- phone. Technically, it yes, but I don't know. And apparently, Android. Well, I have an Android, but I have a phone with with you know capabilities of playing music into wireless headphones. I don't quite yes, understand what's mm-hmm. making a comeback. The next, yeah, but, but it would have to be an individual music player on its own, not part of a phone. You're saying is it part of a Sony phone? They're calling the Sony Walkman phone. Is that what they're? Is that what you're yes, saying? Yes, I would say it'd have to be a phone because they don't even make iPods anymore. Yeah, how about that? I know. Betamax. For something that was so popular. Now, you could have either been a VHS family or a Betamax fam- family. We were VHS. VHS is me. Yep. Yeah. Uh, Betamax was Sony. That's and a- that's why Betamax went away. The earliest version of consumer-level <laughs> video cassette tape format originally released in 1975, developed by Sony. Betamax was the standard for magnetic videotape until it became obsolete. As the VHS format appeared and dominated it, in the 1980s, there have been other battles along the way between competing technologies. Like, wasn't there, it was Blu ray versus HD DVD? Yeah, mm-hmm. and then Blu ray won. Blu ray beat, yeah, yeah. There was other ones along the way too. I cannot remember which other ones that battled it out and then one became dominant over the other. Uh, dot matrix printers, you know. Oh, yeah. I actually had one of those. Yeah. Game Boys and Game Gears. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, they've co- they've made a comeback though. They they have made a comeback, and the and the Switch, mm-hmm. the Nintendo yeah, Switch. Yeah. It's a little handheld screen like the Game Boy, yeah. which is <gasps> the Game Boy. Oh, and they're supposed to have a new portable PlayStation. And my also. Game Gear, my Game Gear. Oh my God, I could not. Eat, and I was a young adult. I was a young adult, and I could not get off that dead thing. Really, I could not. And I kept it so pristine that two years after using it, I was able to still return it to Walmart. Really? Two years? Two years later, and exchange it for the upgraded Game Gear. Now, how did you do that? Uh, Probably illegally. Uh, Probably. (laughs) Back when stores were a little less, uh, let's just say, diligent Hmm. or vigilant, I should say, about how they took things back. Oh, let me tell you something. When I, and this is to this day, if I open a box with a brand new product in it, Mm -hmm. I mean, uh, even the tape itself, even the tape itself, I won't peel it off the cardboard box like the, that holds the box shut. Yeah. I'll slice it through, okay, because I don't want it to rip up the box at all. Any piece of packaging, any tape inside, like cellophane or that thin foam or whatever, yeah. I will make sure that I don't rip it when I take the tape off of it to open up. Every I will barely ever, unless I really need to see the instructions, I won't take the instructions that are out of, the, out of its sleeve. If there are components I don't need, they never get touched. And then, if in fact I want to sell it, five years later, sell it. I said, <laughs> "Oh, I'm sorry." I was you know, then I turn. sell it completely packaged. <laughs> and if anybody ever gets my stuff that I've sold, they're like, and "I've always got this in my feedback." Oh my god, it was like I was buying a brand new item. This is clean, you know, clean, spotless, and the whole thing. And yes, there was a run of time where I wasn't afraid. What did, what did I admit yesterday that was just as bad as this almost? I wasn't afraid to take back a product that I had used and used and used because I'd kept every bit of packaging to the point where I'd even connect the tape like that I'd cut with a knife with a piece of tape to make it look like it was like never, ever used. Now, I don't I, remember I do you talking too. about that. Something I did yesterday. What did I say yesterday? Uh, was it the coffee or the McDonald's? You would oh, go to McDonald's and it was keep the, getting it was, refills. Yeah. yeah, that was redoing the refills and then also and then Hampton. Uh, Hampton Inn. Yes. And somebody did respond in the text before our text has failed us this morning. We are, uh, yeah, we've not, not getting, been able to read them. Yeah, we can't get them at all. Um, is that it's worse to use the hotel pool than it is to borrow, if you will, the coffee. Oh, you're not borrowing coffee. You're taking <laughs> In the lobby of a He's hotel. He's borrowing the pool. Now, if you go into a continental breakfast and sit down and eat when you're not staying there, that's thieving. Coffee... 
you're thieving coffee too, but it's a little <laughs> less egregious than the whole breakfast. Using the there, pool right? when you're not a guest at the hotel, someone said that was even worse than me taking some free coffee. Oh, and I agree um, with that. This obsolete list, let me wrap these things up here real quick. Film cameras, which are on the way, not even on the way back. There are people that have never used anything but film. Mm-hmm. There are people that have been digital shooters for a long time that have gone back to film buying their first film cameras, only to then have Kodak, the, the number one supplier of film, realize, oh, okay, fine, y'all want to come back after after abandoning us for 25, 30 years? They have put the prices at film ridiculously You're high. You're going to pay if you're Processing, gonna yeah, yeah, people who are, oh, I'm a film photographer who weren't really film photographers before, who had to buy an old film camera to be, quote, the film photographer. So now you're a film snob too, right? Who, me? Yeah. Well, your voice, <laughs> I mean, the way you're saying, oh, you've never really I used have been film. Shooting I mean, you can film hear the attitude. Since 1975. No, I know you have. Right? I'm not saying you don't have a right to be, but I hear the attitude coming out what with, I'm saying oh, is, people who never really shot with film and now they're going to use film. Well, and- well, that's right. You think it's <laughs> It's all, you know, like you pretend like you're a film shooter, like you're some sort of old school film shooter. Well, you're not, especially if you're 21 years old. You're not, a, you're not an old school film shooter with your YouTube channel. Oh, I'm a film shooter. Well, you are now. Well, they well, had then. time before. They're they're young. The point I'm doing, the point I'm making is, oh, we're all film shooters. No, no. You don't go back to the old days when you had to be a film shooter because there was nothing else. And now... Now you can barely afford the film, and you've gone back to your regular digital cameras. Yeah, I'm watching you on YouTube. I know who you are. Yeah. <laughs> I see you. I see you. I know all about your game. Polar- Polaroid instant cameras, although they've come back as Fuji Instax. You can buy little portable cameras. Yeah. Um, GPS navigation systems, like the block itself, like the little device itself. Yeah. Now it's either part of your phone or you're part of your car. Mm-hmm. Those are gone, if not almost gone. Vinyl records never be gone for some reason. That is the one thing that's held on. They even keep more than back. More than cassette, more than eight track, uh-huh. more than almost any other kind of like CDs. Even the vinyl still gets printed more often. Do we think other. that's because there's always been the the club jock or different things that have always used them and there's kind of that... No, every club jock now is on a digital turntable. Yeah. He's been um, using a digital turntable but, for at least a decade, I would assume, right? Yeah, yeah. When did you get your first digital turntable? Uh, Years and years and years yeah, ago? Yeah, yeah, it was a while ago. Yeah, exactly. But, the, uh, but that sound on yeah. vinyl is just completely different from yeah. anything else. Uh, paper maps, disposable cameras, which are still out there, encyclopedias. Nobody, oh. nobody has to answer the door from the encyclopedia <laughs> salesman anymore, which we had in our neighborhood when I was growing up. Oh, we all did. And now you just have to dig through bins at old bookstores to try yeah. to get them for your bookshelves. The clapper. Mm. Clap on. People still use the clapper. Did you both just clap? We yeah. did. <laughs> Calculator watches. Oh, God. Oh, Apple yeah. iPods, eight track players, all on the list of obsolete or near obsolete stuff, which just makes me yearn for the past. My heaven may actually be going back to 1981. There you'd be. Yeah. And that, at that <laughs> point, if I, was, if I could go back to 1981, that I would know that I would have to go ahead and start dating Sandra Bullock because I knew what my future mm. would be. You know, on the arm of Sandy down the red carpet. Just her arm candy. That's right. I'd be the arm candy for Sandy Bullock if I could go back to 1981 because she didn't know then she'd be famous. Candy for Sandy. That's right. I'd be the arm <laughs> candy for Sandy. Thanks for listening. Appreciate <laughs> you. Bye. <laughs>